Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Loso, man. And y'all listen to the number one sports podcast out, MTMV Sports. Y'all still? No. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Damo, one of the hosts of the most dangerous wrestling podcast around the Outsider's Edge with my homies Jay Kells and Sam Blackwell. And you're listening to the My Team, My Voice Sports Podcast Network. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? This is Rick Sincere with MTMV Sports, and I have with me um, Zach Petro. Am I saying it right? Yep, you're saying it right. Oh, awesome, man. Um, so everybody knows that on a weekly basis we get a chance to talk to some of the fantasy experts out there, some of the guys who, well, guys and ladies who really know kind of what they're talking about as it relates to fantasy football um, to help us to, you know, as a, you know, the fantasy football community to suck less at fantasy. And so um, I just want you to go ahead and introduce yourself to the community, man, and let people know who you are. Yeah, uh, like I said, my name is Zach Patra. I write for uh, FFDynasty260.com. I do uh, the waiver wire column over there. Um, also, I'm on uh, the radio uh, the radio show The Scoop out here in Minnesota here, um, talking matchups for fantasy football and whatnot. And then, uh, yeah, just give me a follow over at Twitter, uh, FFDynasty underscore ZTP. I actually am sponsored with this uh, this brewery out here in Minnesota called Lupulin Brewing. I, uh, I do contest for them do like some little giveaways for the winner and whatnot so uh yeah check those out keep an eye out for those sounds awesome man yo um did anybody so you know we're gonna hop straight into it did anybody any player this week absolutely just throw you off with their um um, production this week anybody like shock you in the way they kind of approach this week yeah, you know, uh, the tight end position's kind of been uh, a bit of a, a crapshoot this year, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to start with that. Um, Trey Burton, he was I was kind of high on him coming in into the year, uh, but he's only had one game over 75 yards coming into uh, week seven. Um, yeah, like I said, he's supposed to be a top tight end this year, but hasn't really produced. He's kind of had a down year. But um, And the Patriots, they only allowed one tight end over 75 yards as well. So him, uh, him producing the rate he did uh, in week seven was a bit of a surprise to me. And, it was good to see. Yeah, I'm, look, I don't know what to do at the tight end position. I'm I'm so lost. Every week I don't know, you know, who to pull. Like, if I'm playing daily, I really don't know who to go for in those situations. All I know is I can trust the Kittle. That's basically all I've been able to exactly. do, right? And yeah, so yeah I actually, I, pre- I preached him coming in the draft, so I feel good about that. Oh, cool, cool, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, anybody else, like, shock you with their production this week? I mean, it's, is it a shock that Adam Thielen had another 100-yard game? I mean, <laughs> the dude's been doing it consistently, but, I mean, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty crazy at the rate he's, he's, he's getting the ball. You know, he's just every single game, he's, you can almost guarantee that he's, he's put up 100 yards. So, um, I mean, it's a, it's a little bit of a surprise. I mean, you don't really see receivers doing that anymore, but um, he's, uh, he's been looking good this year. Yeah, Thielen is money. Like, he is somebody who you can just basically put down. You know for a fact you don't have to worry about that position at all. If you have him as, as your wide receiver this year, kudos to you. Um, but oh, Murray, sure. on the other hand, did shock me a little bit. I, I, I kind of talked him up. I traded him right before that game. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a thought of Delvin Cook coming back too, though. So, 
Um, I mean, it probably wasn't the worst trade, but now that the news that he's going to be out to the bye week <laughs> hurts a little bit, but that's all right. That's fantasy football, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. So who disappointed you this week? Somebody you maybe even talked up a little bit um, on your radio show, maybe somebody you kind of, you know, just really thought, maybe just personally, that they were going to do extremely well and then they just did not produce this week. Yeah, I had Joe Mixon ranked inside of my top five, and that, that definitely – Really hit hard. It was a big miss for me. But, I mean, KC was allowing 302 yards and four touchdowns in, in two of their last three weeks. And, and uh, Mixon was back-to-back over 18, 18 points coming off his injury. And, and uh, I mean, yeah, he, he obviously had a down week um, since he – I should have known since he uh, is 0-8 in primetime games under Marvin Lewis. So uh, he gets Tampa Bay this week, and uh, he should bounce back. Okay, so you're predicting a bounce back from Mixon this week? For sure, for sure. All right, awesome. All right, now, based on matchups, who are some of your guaranteed producers, somebody who you can say, you know what, um, I see the matchup, I see their production, I know for, not I, not I know for a fact, but I really strongly believe that they're going to produce this week. Um, you know, this is, it's a, it's a little bit tough for me for this one because I, um, I'm going with someone who's kind of got a tough matchup, but I'm going to go with Christian McCaffrey. Um, I mean, he's been kind of that middle. I mean, he's he's been a running back one for you, but he's been kind of producing not as high as people thought he was. The dude's getting 100 percent of the uh, of the snaps three out of the last four weeks, and it's just a matter of time before he has a has a monster week, and it, and it could be this week for you. Okay, so you're predicting um, McCaffrey. Yep, yep, he's gonna have. A, I, I think he has a big game and a tough matchup. Now, are you? Um... Are you varying that based on whether I'm playing in a PPR or whether I'm playing in a standard league? Um, yeah, I mean, for McCaffrey, you know, just like I talked about the amount of snaps he's been getting, it, it kind of it doesn't really matter. Uh, PPR, he's definitely going to have a have a have more of an impact. Awesome. Any other guaranteed producers this week? Oh man, um, I mean. Can you guarantee that Adam Thielen's gonna have 100 yards too again? Yeah, yeah, you can. <laughs> uh, no, actually, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with his counterpart though, um, Stephon Diggs, because you know I, people have been talking to me about how Stephon Diggs is having a down year and he's you know he's not producing at the rate that they want to, but the dude got 14 targets last last week and he I mean he catches a couple more of those targets and goes for a few more yards or even falls in the end zone and the dude's up over 20 points. So um, the Saints' defense is is not as good as it was last year. And, uh, I mean, that duo of Diggs and Thielen, it's just, it's, like you said, it's money. So I think Diggs also has a big game this week. Aren't you a little bit scared because of Eli Apple now? Yeah, I did think about that, too. And, and, and you know, you got Marshawn Lattimore, too, and they're, they're, both, uh, they're, they're both doing great at their position. Um, but Eli Apple, it's a, I mean, it's a brand-new system. He's just coming in this week. Um, am I worried about him? Yeah, but I don't think I'm as worried about him as, you know, coming into a new system here. I don't think you got to be too worried about him. Yeah, I don't think you have to be either. I'm a Saints fan, so I really <laughs> – Yeah, I don't think you have I like to be the, Yeah, I like the Saints, too. They got, they got some firepower over there, so that's going to be a good Sunday night matchup. Yeah, it really will be, man. Um, anybody – I mean, as, as you look at it, there are some crazy matchups this week, some real tough ones. Anybody who you're kind of down on based on that matchup this week? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a dude that I just I, I like a lot, and it's it's one of those consistent tight end producers that you know you you can't not start, but someone you're gonna want to want to you're gonna want to temper your expectations just a little bit, and that's gonna be Zach Ertz. I mean, he's going over to London, he's got a tough matchup, 
Um, is he going to put up solid fantasy numbers for you? Yeah, but he's not putting up those the 15, 20, 25-point fantasy points that he's been putting up lately. Um, he's going to be he's going to be fine, obviously, that he's that good and he's an elite tight end, but he's not going to be that that matchup clincher that he's been lately. Okay, so Zach Ertz, you don't think he's matchup proof? Uh, based off this matchup, and it's in London. Now, if we're sticking around in the states with a home game, then I, it, uh, I'd probably be swinging a different way. But it, it's, you're flying over the pond, and and you got a tough matchup. It could be uh, could be a, a tough fantasy week for Zach Ertz. But like I said, okay. he still is going to pr- produce at a decent level for you, just not at what everyone's been it, it has been accustomed to this year. Now I'm going off on a limb because I love Zach Ertz and the dude's an elite tight end. But I mean, let's, uh, I mean, we got to throw some fire takes out there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so talk to me about some of your sleepers. Who are, who are some sleepers that we can kind of, um, you know, nobody else is paying attention to them, right? I may play them in a daily or something like that. Who's a sleeper for me? Yeah, you know, if, you, if you're playing daily, you know, you got to keep an eye on Chris Thompson for me out there because if he's out like he's been the last couple of weeks here, I want. Uh, if, if you're playing daily, I mean, Capri, Capri Bibbs is, is an interesting little start for me. I actually just talked about him today on the radio. Um, he's going to he, – I mean, he could get those those the PPR points that you're looking for, um, and he's obviously going to be cheap in, in, in uh, DFS. Um, another guy to look for, um, since Marshawn Lynch went down, uh, you know, Mark Cooper's out of Oakland. You know, sounds like Doug Barton's going to be the uh, the feature back. Uh, but I'm going to go with Jalen Richard. Um He's going to be the guy that's going to get some PBR points out of the back before he gets some catches. Also, uh, runs the ball fairly well. Um, I'd look to him to uh, to kind of pick up some of the the slack there in Oakland with the with the running backs going down. Uh, one last one I want to hit on is the uh, for the Thursday night football game. Uh, Jakeem Grant. Um, it's just been like an injured, riddled core in, in Miami for the for the wide receivers. I mean, they're bringing Devontae Parker back now, so. Uh, Grant's a good deep threat, and uh, I think he is, uh, has a solid game for uh, for Thursday night. Oh, those are those are solid sleepers. Those are solid sleepers. Okay, awesome. Now we're gonna play a, a small game of trust and don't trust, right? I'm just gonna throw out some matchups. I'll throw out a name and tell you their matchup, and then you could basically just say, um, you know, gut reaction, whether you trust them or you know you just can't really put your trust or faith in that. You ready? Yep. All right, awesome. Um, Carr, Derek Carr, versus Indianapolis this week. Trust or don't trust Derek Carr? Uh, I just, I, I mean, I can't trust him with the Gruden project going on right now. Um, I mean, Indy's defense not isn't isn't as bad as everyone thinks it is this year, and uh, I just, I think Carr is going to have a tough time this week. Okay, um, staying in that same game, but a different name. Somebody else who. Um, based on the fact that they just got rid of Amari Cooper, right, can we trust or do you not trust Jordy Nelson versus Indianapolis? Um, you know, I'm going to go not trust. Um, the guy I do trust in that offense, though, is Jared Cook. I do think he's going to be the, the main beneficiary of, of uh, Cooper leaving. Okay, awesome. Um, we talked about this a little bit earlier. Uh, we talked about at least the matchup a little bit between the Panthers and Baltimore. So I have to ask this question. Um, you told me about McCaffrey. You said he's somebody who you can trust. Do you trust Cam Newton versus Baltimore based on how good that defense has been? 
Yeah, this is actually this is actually uh, a tough one for me because I do I do like Cam Newton in basically all matchups. It's been kind of a it's going to be a tough week for for streaming quarterbacks here, so you might have to roll with Cam Newton. Um, it looks like he's also got a right shoulder injury as well. I'm going to go not trust that defense is arguably the best in football at the moment. Um, I think they're going to you know they're going to contain Cam Newton in the running game. Um, his offensive weapons, you know, Greg Olson, Devin Funches. I mean, it's it basically funnels through Funches right now, and I think I think they're going to bottle Cam Newton up a little bit, and it's going to be it's going to be a tough game. I mean, he was down. He, he had I think it was maybe one or two fantasy points heading into the fourth quarter last week, so I think he's going to have a tough week this week against a really good defense. I tell you what, I feel like Baltimore snuck up on the league as the best defense. I mean, I thought everybody initially, you know, had had given that title to the Jaguars because they were the best yeah. defense leaving out of last year, and, and we just didn't see. I mean, you knew the Ravens would be a pretty decent defense, but you didn't know that they would probably be, like, one of the best in football. And going against with the Saints going against them this week, I felt a stifling defense. Does that make sense? Like, I felt how oh, stifling sure. that defense was. It was And so, yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, it's very suffocating, and, and I think you're right, where they may be the best defense in football. Yeah, for sure. It's it's been uh, they've been fun to watch. Yeah, they have been. Um, all right, next matchup: Elshon Jeffrey versus Jacksonville. Trust or don't trust? Oh man, Are you good? you're just giving me all the the guys I can't trust. I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, Jeffrey, I can't trust him. I mean, he's a very very good wide receiver, uh, but Jalen Ramsey is just he's a monster. Um, I mean, he, he Hopkins had his number a little bit last week, um, but he also made some very very nice plays. Um, and I just think I think Ramsey's gonna gonna shut down Jeffrey. Um, and uh, that Eagles, I think that Eagles offense is just it's tough without a running game where they're just gonna have to sit there and pass the ball uh, most of the game. So it's I think it's gonna be tough for Jeffrey to get anything going. Okay, I got two more for you, and I think you especially like one of them. Um, but here's the first one. So Nick Chubb, he made his debut as the starting running back last week for the Browns. Nick Chubb versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Trust or don't trust? Yeah, Chubb's actually he's he's my man. I like this guy a lot. He uh, he was actually my number two running back coming out of the draft. Um, so I was very high on him, and I was excited to see him get his opportunity. I mean, he ran for he, he averaged four point four yards a carry last week. You know, eighty yards at a score. So. Um, he's not going to get those PPR points and catches out of the backfield and whatnot, but he is going to—he's going to pound the ball. He's going to be efficient, um, and I think he has a very good game against against Pittsburgh. Okay, so that's a trust for you, right? That's a trust for me. Okay, and here's the one I think you might like: Latavius Murray versus New Orleans, who's surprisingly been decent against the run. Trust or don't trust Murray this week against New Orleans? Oh man, uh, I can't. I can't trust uh, the Tay train. Uh, ah! um, I know, right? Um, no, he's he's been good and he's filled in really nicely. Even last year um, when Cook went down, he filled in filled in nicely and he's been he's been doing a good job uh, again this year as well. But man, that that Saints defense, uh, the run game, it's just they've been they've been suffocating in the run game as well. Um, I want to say they haven't let a running back over fifty yards since. Uh, uh, week one was the only time they let a running back over 50 yards. Uh, so they've been, they've been, I mean, yeah, they've just been smothering all their running backs. Um, that, it's going to be, it's going to be a big passing game for, for the, that Sunday night football game there. 
All right, awesome. Hey, so talk to us about um, a little bit more about the Saints Falcons, man. What's up with, with Cook? Um, when can we expect him back? Yeah, you can expect him back after the bye week. Um, you all know he tore his ACL last year in week four, and, and uh, I think it was week it was week two that he uh, hurt, hurt his hamstring. Um, they've just been they've been waiting for their franchise running back to come back. I mean, he's going to be a focal point in the offense, and I just want to get him healthy. And, and we all know the Vikings' offensive line has been, been pretty brutal this year, so it's, it's, it's good to get him back healthy after the bye week and that extra rest, which is which is uh, after week 11 here. So we got a little bit of time to wait, but uh, it'll be worth the wait. Um, I just, I've, I've gotten a lot of questions about whether they should trade him, whether they should cut him, you know, what should they do with him. You know, if you could acquire him cheap you know, try and, and afford to have him on, a, on your bench for a while, I would do it. You know, if someone dropped him, you know, which I think would be crazy, you know, go out and get him. Because um, he's going to be a, a championship winner for you. He's going get to get you in the playoffs, get you those wins, and uh, hopefully get you a fantasy football title. Awesome. So you see him as as a um, cheap pickup, a low a buy low situation, and you kind of stash him for the the second um, portion of the season. Absolutely, for sure. Awesome. You know what, man? I'm lucky enough to have him stashed away on one of my my squads, and so I'm glad to hear that because he was about to uh, be on the chopping block. But thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with you. I've stashed him on quite a few leagues, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I know he's going to come back strong. I, I think he's going to have a good uh, good back half of the season here. All right, man. So it's been a phenomenal season. Well, actually, I'll say it's been a pretty decent season for the Vikings so far. Um, how do you feel about them? Do you feel like they're they're doing well? Um, are they meeting expectations, exceeding expectations, or somewhat below expectations for you this year? Yeah, I mean, I kind of go with uh, – I mean, to start the season, obviously, it was well below expectations. But if you look past the – the Buffalo game, the um, the kind of rough Packer game. It's it's been a it's been a fairly good season. It's been it's been fun to watch them. And uh, and uh, I mean, once once we once we get fully healthy and get that line you know fully working, it's it's gonna all come come together. And they've clicked. That defense is finally turning around and, and getting a good pass rush. And and Trey Wayne's is stepping up big with uh, with Rhodes kind of being banged up throughout the season. Um, it's been uh, it's been interesting to watch him, and, and especially Cousins, Cousins coming into uh, to a new offense has has been interesting to watch, and and he's he's a fun quarterback to watch. I'll tell you that. You know, we've had we've obviously had our troubles at quarterbacks for a while, and with with the quarterbacks for a while, and and uh, he's definitely been a lot more a lot more fun to watch. But um, you know, we all I like to see being a fantasy football guy. I like to see patterns. I like to see you know what's uh, what's what's go, what's coming next. So. Um, the la- every every year that the Vikings start, you know, below you know expectations, they they end up finishing the year high. So um, that's how I'm expecting it to finish this year. Do you miss Case a little bit? No, not at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. I was I was never a huge Case Keenum guy. You know, he fit well in Pat Shermer's offense, but you know, with uh, with DeFilippo, you're not he's not going to fit well in this his offensive scheme, and I. I knew it coming in, and I was, I was glad to see them uh, them pursue Cousins. And, and I know it was a big contract, but that's that's what I like to see as a Vikings fan. Because, I mean, being a Minnesota fan in general, the Twins, the Timberwolves, all these all these teams that they never pay up for guys, I was very happy to see them pay up for Kirk Cousins. Yeah, you guys really did. I know at some point you're going to give your prediction on this, maybe on your show this week. Are you, are you ready with that, or you want to kind of hold it? Predictions for... For this week against the Saints, what are you thinking? 
I mean, you know, I'm going to roll with my Vikings. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a a, a decently high scoring game. I think it's going to be. Uh, I'm going to go with 27-31. I'm going to have the Vikings with the with the win here. <laughs> I got a I got a D bro Derek Brown on Twitter already uh, starting the smack the smack talk because he's a he's a Saints guy too. So um, I love it. I love the I love the banter back and forth. Cool man. Well, just remind him where he and you were. Um, for the Minnesota Miracle, and I'm pretty sure that'll calm down a little bit. <laughs> oh man, yeah. that's been the that's been the the topic this week. So, <laughs> yeah, that man, that what that hurt. Golly, that hurt so bad. That I I dealt with that for a while, man. And they kept playing oh, it, I'm and they'll sure. play it about fifty thousand times this week. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I know, man. I've seen it so much, and obviously, being a Vikings fan, it's fun to see. But let's. Uh, Let's move on. It's an, I mean, it's a new team, right? I mean, it's a new team, new season, so um, we can't rest our head on that. We gotta, we gotta come out and beat you guys again. Let's, let's make it a little less, less, less dramatic this time, because I don't think we can take it again. <laughs> cool, man. Well, yeah, it's been awesome, Zach. Tell them, remind the people one more time of you know who you are, where they can find you. Um, plug your your social media stuff, where people can find you and uh, and get more of this great fantasy information. Yeah, um, my fiance will tell you guys that I'm always on Twitter, so uh, find me over there uh, at ffdynasty underscore ZGP. Um, I answer all your questions, start tips, trades, dynasty, redraft. I, I do it all for you guys, so um, anything you need, just uh, hit me up over there. Um, like I said earlier, you can find my work at ffdynasty260.com. Uh, just a bunch of content over there if you guys want to go check that out. Um, and then, I, yeah, if you follow me on Twitter, I, I always tweet out the, the link to the radio station every time the show airs. So um, check that out. You can listen to that. Otherwise, we've got the podcast up on the Scoops website as well, which, which I'll tweet out over here every now and then. So, um, yeah, just give me a follow over there, and uh, you can get all my content as I uh, put it out for you guys. All right, guys, thank you so much uh, for listening to Expert Fantasy Advice. Um, hopefully... You've gotten everything that you need this week so that you suck less in fantasy football. (laughs) All right. Y'all have a great day. God bless.